Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene or day by day until the end of time. That's right, Colin. And I haven't been this excited to read a synopsis since Eternals, maybe? Or Whoa, that's a weird something. one to drop for me. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, like the, the top 10 stuff to get that pulled together. Mm. So uh, this is recorded on January 12th, uh, almost where Colin is too. It's my daughter's birthday. But uh, that's so if you're on the oh, Patreon, yeah. patreon.com slash the scavengers network, see when that top 10 episode came out and see how far away from it I was actually from finishing it. But uh, so I just want to get right into the synopsis if if that's cool with you. Hmm. I'd like to spend five more minutes talking about... No, okay, yeah, go for it. So we're talking about <laughs> Agent Carter, Season 2, Episode 10, starting at 23.06, ending at 32.39. It's nine minutes and 33 seconds of power. Like a mm. Rush song. Here's what happens. <laughs> the team has set up the Rift Generator on the Stark Studios lot. They dole out assignments and Wicks... And Wilkes holds a safety meeting because he's a fucking amazing scientist in addition to being a heartthrob and occasionally a headthrob because he had the big head (laughs) to warn them that anything within 20 feet of the rift will be sucked into it. With that in mind, Stark activates the generator and it generates a rift. Everyone at the lot is taken aback by the glory slash terror of the rift. Miles away in her math room, uh, it's like bathroom, Whitney Frost, true to Wilkes' prediction, senses the rift opening and smiles at the camera? Can she see us? Howard and Jarvis work on their rift-related golf routine while Peggy checks in on everyone's status. Then she has kind of a sweet scene with Jack where she tells him he's a good man and he gives her the arena key... The Arena Club pen slash key, and it seems like they're setting up an excellent season three adventure here in the final scenes of the season two finale. Mm, they sure are. <laughs> Sam really fixes a problem that he had had with one of the X-ray generators, which they're using, I believe, to manage the speed of the rift, which with with which the rift goes away. The X-rays are sl- to slow something down. We'll come back to it. And he congratulates himself as Whitney Frost walks into, walks into frame as if in a daze and then with purpose. Jarvis and Wilkes and Stark aim the gamma cannon at her and, oh, I just remembered that x-rays are to keep the zero matter from just blasting everywhere when they pull it out of Whitney Frost. That was a real time. actually wrote it down because it did happen in that order. Mm-hmm. Uh, James' uh, thought process. They fire. (laughs) She watches in horror as the zero matter leaves through her palms. She's distraught as they arrest her and take her off to the police car. And that's pretty much it for the, oh, wait, no, the radio controller isn't responding. So they can't close the rift without shutting the generator down manually, which will put one of them within the suck circle. Suck zone? When Colin reacts poorly to this, try these. (laughs) Vac doom. Okay. Vacrificial ring. No, that was the worst one. The express ever. lane to Nowheresville. Okay, I like that one. And one ring Sucrus. Hmm. He won't like any of these. I liked one of them. All right. Vacrificial ring okay. or Vacdoom? No. Uh, oh, Vacdoom was fine. Yeah. Uh, actually, Vacdoom was fine. Oh, what the was express the lane one? to Nowheresville. Yeah, 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 yeah,
So then I got serious and said, the zone that Wilkes delineated earlier. Everyone mm-hmm. stands around volunteering to be the one to make the sacrifice. Meanwhile, Daniel Hollywood Sousa doesn't hesitate and begins to tether <laughs> himself to a streetlight with a hose or possibly an extension cord. What Which is a funny because he doesn't have any. <laughs> a hose? He doesn't have any hose? He doesn't have any hose, yeah. And I was no, just kind of going for the joke like of like the area fact code. that- Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because, you know, his, his, his fiance left and then, you know, oh, books yeah, yeah. and- it was it was it was you an in poor taste joke. No, actually, ho, 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 she isn't your ho no mo. Uh, that's an office <laughs> joke. Uh, or possibly an extension cord. What a badass! They all stand there wringing their hands as dad as Daniel cranks the crank. As dad, <laughs> as dad, dad uh, cranks the crank. The Stark boys quickly stopped using crank technology in their inventions. When the closing rift starts to pull everything in, the tether comes loose. Fortunately, Peggy leaps and grabs it. She's wearing a deep red outfit so that it won't be as obvious if she rips her stitches open again, which she almost surely has. Because it, again, has been two days since she, uh, yeah. yeah. They all line up behind her to play an intense game of tug of war. Howard is his borderline creepy slash charming self, even in the face of annihilation. I do have that quote later. Uh, but first, let me uh, do a couple more Harlem Globetrotter writing dances here. Ooh, okay, cool. Good. Uh Daniel can't reach the crank, and the tug-of-war team can't pull him back until the rift's closed. Just then, Jarvis rolls up in a brand-new 1948 Ford Deus XM, which Howard has converted to a hover car. Mm-hmm. They're going to load the gamma core into the car and hover it into the rift and then blow up the core. He did the say the car- second version was much better. The hover car works this time, C-1943, and it's sucked in, and the gamma core explodes, and the rift closes. Yay! That's it. Can we talk about just before we before we get into really anything else? Can we talk about how they turned the hover car into a Molotov cocktail? Because I think that's one of the f- coolest things about it. So what they do is they put the gamma, like gamma cannon core, core yeah. in, and then also a cloth, and they light that cloth on fire, and then they move it. I did not see them light the cloth on fire. Hang on, I'm going to double check it because I'm pretty certain that's exactly what I watched them do earlier. I'm going to double check to make sure I'm not. It wouldn't be flammable. It's not. But isn't isn't there a fuel source in there? Gamma. Of course it's of course it's explosive. That's how they're going to blow up the thing. Well, I I they would have to detonate the gamma core. Like if you lit an atomic bomb on fire, it wouldn't blow up. So I think what's probably happening is they are turning the gas tank. They are okay, probably so they, lighting they turn, the gas tank to right, then They do that blow. thing where you put the, the rag in the gas tank and it blows up the tank and then that. Yes. Okay, yes, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, I believe that's what they are doing. Because like, yeah, okay. I, knew, I didn't think it was necessarily in the core, yeah. but I, I assumed it was on, like, attached to something. Um, I like just knew you, that for sure that's how they... I'm going to double check. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I'm not talking out of my ass here real quick. Like if you Hang lit on. plastic explosives on fire, like the plastic part, Right. It wouldn't do anything because yeah, yeah, the plastic okay. is just a, yeah. So he shoves like a pocket square in uh-huh. and then they attach the core. Oh no, the core is in the front seat. Is yeah, what yeah, yeah. That's what I, I thought the, because the core was way smaller than I was imagining. I thought they had to like load it into the hatchback or whatever. Right. But they didn't. <laughs> right. Um, oops. Whoa. 
Hang on. But yeah, no, I'm going to just real quick send you a, a fast picture here just to show you like that they like just straight up lit the, the gas tank on fire, which is fun. Um, I have for some reason I, in my head, I think because I watched them stuff the the um, the cloth into the thing in my head, they put the core on top of that. But like I had forgotten that they put it in the front seat, which is an interesting thing. Um, you know what they should have done? They actually should have used the core. This is where they've messed up, in my opinion. Ready? I, I, although I guess it's sucking stuff in, but they still have to get it into the zone. They should have put it on the gas pedal. So the, that, that's just Jarvis just straight up making the, the car into a Molotov cocktail. I think that's very cool. Um, I did not see that even a little bit. No, but like it's it's also great because there is such a Jarvis energy to the the way that they do this end of the end of the sequence essentially because like they are all desperately trying to keep Sousa out of the the hole, and Jarvis says huh. like back in a jiffy. I know, yeah, funny, but like the way the way he's like back in a jiffy, right? Like and just like he doesn't prance off, but he does have like a Jarvis pep in his step, yeah, which is just so funny to me because it's like he is leaving with purpose. But like yeah. he doesn't sprint, which is very funny to me. Right. But like, you know, Jarvis, Jarvis doesn't, you know, take off. Right. Because you know, it's like, I'm a respectable gentleman. I don't, you know, I don't, and I'm right. in a suit, right? Like, you know, come on, please. Yeah. Which is very good. Um, but then also, like, it is, we've talked about Sousa and Thompson having aspects of Captain America. Yeah. And so... They are all arguing about who should be the one to make the sacrifice, which is an interesting factor when you realize that, like, they are all trying to prove that they are the one that should do it. And, like, to some extent, it's a little bit of, like, let me be the hero, which yeah. is, like, a weird thing. Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. I have this move where I... Right. It's like, you know, and it's like, yeah, but, like, listen, I made it. But at the same time, that, Stark... Uh, that was a John, what's his name? Captain America Winter Soldier, U.S. agent. He's like... You ever oh, jump on yeah, a grenade? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have this move where yeah, I... Yeah, this move, that's right. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, all right, stop. Oh, no, the, yeah. and that's when he says Battlestar. goes, stop, yeah. stop the... I I think that is so fucking funny that he says Battlestar. like, battle... Stop the car. Like, he's just like, I am i can't do this. No. <laughs> Shitty name. I gotta get out. No, but like... Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, it's, it's this thing, though, where, like, they're talking about it, and, like, they are all arguing, so no one's paying attention to Sousa. Yeah. In, the, in this moment. And so, like, the fact that, like, Sousa just sort of, like, slinks off and, like, does this, and he's just kind of like, no, I, I'm going to do it. Like, it's like, it's not even a second thought to him. It's not even a, I should wait and listen to, like, what other people have to say. Sousa's just immediately like, no, I'm jumping on this grenade. Yeah. You know? Um, and <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably, of all of the moments that he has in this show, that is, if it's not the most captain move that he makes, it's it's in the top three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like you know, like I don't know if there's an argument to be made for any other anything else. I think the Dotty fight maybe. The Dotty like, fight kind of like is I can true. do this all day sort of deal. He does do that. Yeah, I mean that that's a good one as well. I was also thinking of when he faces down Ivchenko a little bit. Yeah. Although yeah, yeah. it's a little bit more like you know. I'm being coy and stuff like that, but like still it's right. very like, 
he he does this like he does it with like a brave face kind of thing. You know, he, that's almost a Stark move. The thing he does with Ivchenko is almost like a that is very. Stark, did he say something Starkish. like? Oh yeah, yeah. The one liner for sure. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's the way he kind of goes into it and like the way he sort of like preps himself and is like, no, yeah. like you know, it's also like I know he's dangerous. I'm gonna go get him. You know, like right. He's like, you know, it's the right thing to do, kind of thing. Or like he, when he takes on the goons that Vernon Masters send, and then just walks back oh, into. Oh, I forgot about that. I would put that over the Yevchenko one then for sure. Yeah. Because like he does the same thing. Like not only like when he fights them, but then when he comes in the next day, exactly. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, I, I, you know, I. He, what, he, what's he say? He's like, he says something like, I tossed out some, some, some unwanted yeah. guests or something like that. You know. Yeah. And like, in he words it in a way that isn't like, I got it's, my ass beat. It's like, yeah. It's almost like a you should see the other guys, right? You know, in which, no uncertain terms, I know it was you. You broke oh, my for heart. Sure. Oh yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, I yeah. know it was you that did this. You son of a bitch, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like that that whole bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but like he does this, and he just he wraps the thing around him, and he just starts going. And like the thing is, is that like he's also trying to do this before anyone else can tell him no. Yeah, and that's not because you know it's like uh. I have to be the hero. And again, I think it's just a like a, I'm going to do this. And if I do it quickly, no one, like there can't be an argument made. Right. You know? Um, and I think it's really, at the end of the day, it's also fixing part of the, sol- the issue from when Wilkes and Carter and he were in the back of that truck. You know? Like, oh. Someone can oh. use different people against whatever. It's like, if I just go, you know, yeah. No, like you know, it's like we we don't end up in a situation where we're in a standoff and someone's using someone else's emotions. Like, you know, what I mean, like, you know, I'm, I I'm doing the right thing. Save the day, or I avoid the awkward weirdness afterwards, and that's a win-win. <laughs> it, there's also a little bit of that as well. I, you know, it's also a little sad because like he doesn't say it, but I also think there is a little bit of a I don't have anything yep. personally, yep, still attached here. Yeah. Um, and like, I think that again, it's not that he is like trying to be a sad boy about that statement. No, I yeah. think I think that it's also a little bit of like the I want to fight for what they all have, right? You know, because like I don't want them to not have this, right? You know, uh, so he yeah. goes and he does it. It's a very stoic um, sort of deal, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And I appreciate it. I think that like it is a because you know I I think the the this is I've, I've been kind of not bouncing around it, but like I feel like I, I I had the idea, but I hadn't fully gotten there yet. I think that this is sort of like the maneuver he thought he was making when he was sort of doing the like the white knighting in season one. Interesting. And I think Wait. it's like he's learned how to do these things in a proper way. Basically, he, he stopped talking about it and he started being about it. Like yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's like, walking the walk instead of mm-hmm. talking the talk. Yeah, um, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, uh, so I just in it. it's 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 sort of it's frustrating because like it's like the season finale and it just feels like I wish that we could get like more looks at sort of his development as a character. Um, but you know, like the 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 show's ending, so it's not gonna really. I know really it's a real shame to... that there's no opportunity for Susa. To have more character development. It's just, you know, because again, we talked about him being kind of like Captain America. So it's just, yeah. you kind of wish that there's a moment where there could be a shield for him, you know? Yeah. Because like, he's such a good agent when you think about it. So like, 
you know, he's about that agent life and that shield life. I feel like, you know, I just wish there was a way to marry those two thoughts, but ah, I don't know. We'll have to think about the future, I guess. The, uh, the, the scenario where, uh, time travelers pulled cap out of the water in 1945 and like he lived a whole thing, had a whole adventure thing. Then they zapped him back to be frozen in 2011 where it's like, I've been here the whole time. Looks to the side, like. Mm-hmm. Can I say the um the the Stark's uh, inappropriate comment just because? Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Great. He said, "Peggy, he's holding her like you know conga line, tug of war mm-hmm. sort of style." He says, "Peggy, I just want you to know that I'm not thinking any unfa- unsavory thoughts about you right now." Oh, there's one. <laughs> it's like he always has to ruin the moment just a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Which yeah. is very fun and interesting. Yeah, um, That's all I have. So, okay. T- uh, t- so there's another great thing that we talked about, I believe, off air. And so now we have to get into it. Right? Because we didn't, we didn't talk about the scream yet, have we? Mm, that was off air, correct? No, it was off air. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So in the scene that you were describing where Sam really fixes something, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. cool, great. Yeah, like, yeah. Great job, Aloysius. Yeah. Which he says he to himself out loud, yeah. which is, yeah. I, I do, I do, unfortunately, I, I, uh, I, I, I do that. Self-care. That's, t- yeah. that's, more people should do that. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's more about like talking specifically like to yourself. Like, I'll, like yeah. it's one thing to like to talk to yourself out loud, but like to address yourself out loud, I think is, is another thing. Yeah. You know, most people might go, okay, where did I put that? Right. Like out loud to themselves instead of going, Colin, where in the world did you put that? Right. My dad, my dad referred to him. He's like, oh, come on, Anderson. And I think that that sort of normalized it for me. So I don't, that doesn't, that doesn't mm. move me. Yeah. I, when I really am messing up or if like I'm really needing to like pick up the pace and something, I do sometimes do like a get your head in the game, Parker, kind of like yeah. not that exact line, but like I sometimes yeah. like I chastise myself, but it's always only ever to Parker. I never right. go like, come on, Colin, what are you doing? Yeah. But the amount of times where I'm like, Parker, pick it up. You know, it's like, yeah. what are you doing? You know, uh, but yeah, no. So he's like, he, he goes, takes these ska shows so seriously. The, the, yeah, that's very true. God damn For a it, while, Parker, I really did. Um, the way he, you know, he, so he's like, oh, great job, which is right. And then just sort of like turns, and Whitney Frost is just like there. Yeah. And so for a moment, it looks like she's just going to ignore him and just completely walk past him and head towards the town, right? Because she's like, yeah. she doesn't like stop and turn and look directly at him, like. I shall now kill you or anything, right? Like, she, like she comes from like behind him, but just walks right past him at first. It's like right? one of those TikTok things where they're like, "Where did that person come from?" Because of the way that it was shot, like right. the person passes, like she appears almost out of nowhere. But... Right. She like kind of like walks out from behind him, but like, yeah, it's, yeah. So like yeah. she just sort of appears, and then they do like a hard cut to that's when it. She's with Thompson, correct? At that point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 uh, Carter and Thompson talking, and then you hear just this, bah! like like it's hard to describe that scream, yeah. but like it is such a like I am a little boy terrified for my life scream, and like sure. there's no concern, no nothing. They just go, oh, that's Samberly, like hilarious. That so they the, the, in their head, they're like no one else on this team would scream like that. Because Seuss is like, I don't have any, Sam- I don't have eyes on Sam really. I do have eyes on Whitney Frost and they just shift into plan mode. 100%. I mean, <laughs> I, I do understand that she's very dangerous. Right. And it's like, and if he's down, he's down. If she's killed him, there's nothing we can do, you know. 
But right. still, the way that there is no remorse for just moving past the fact that no one knows where Samberly is, hilarious and fits this show very well. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, again, also just like the fact that like he, the way he screams is great because then later after they've saved the day, they're all like, you know, patting each other on the back and talking about it. And it, it, he and Thompson are talking and he, he doesn't exactly scream. He like, says- Like yell it. But like, uh, you know that Tom- thing when like you're nervous and like you yeah. kind of talk louder than you mean to? He does that and then I'll he, let you- he, I it. like pies. Uh, yes. Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thompson says, I thought you were dead. And Somberly says, I didn't faint. I uh, did faint. Like <laughs> immediately betrays himself. Because it's, it's, it's as if he expected someone to say, oh, did you faint? Right. Yeah. So it's like he was practicing that line and then still just blurted out like, I didn't faint. It's, he thought that, <laughs> he thought, okay, I hate when I can tell that sitcoms have done this where mm-hmm. like they say a line and the other person says a line that doesn't make sense. But if the first person had said a very, very similar phrasing Mm-hmm. It would, and you can tell that that first person was like, ah, eh, close enough, and that everyone else was like, ah, eh, close enough, but that second person needed that exact wording. Like, hey, uh, hey, uh, where are you off to? Where am I going? Where are you going? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you didn't say where are you going. Like, sort right. of, uh, this is sort of that, but in a comedy form where he thought, you know, I thought you'd fainted. I didn't faint, so I thought you were dead. Oh, I did I did I did faint. Like he it's like that ADD thing of like he responds and then hears like it's like a processing it's, delay. It's, it's like he it's like he um didn't care what anyone said to him. He was like just make sure that they know you didn't faint. Like you know, he's he's don't he's be like suspicious. Don't, don't be. exactly don't be suspicious. So he's like, he's like I didn't faint and then they're like we didn't ask if you did. I know like no one says that out loud but like everyone it's I, yeah. I, I I did and again just like you said it's like I I like pie pie yeah. is good uh, yeah. you know like yeah just like quietly like you know defeated like yeah uh, God pie is good. yeah it's like uh, I d- did faint if I if I may I know we've talked about Howard Stark giving off uh, big buy energy right yeah I think Samberly does but in a less aesthetically pleasing sort of movie sort of way. Yeah. I feel like he was made as nervous by Thompson as he was by Rose in similar yeah. ways. And he's like That's weirdly mad at Sousa. What's my name? Like, why would he, he know your middle name? He does a little bit with Stark too, but I I think that's a little bit more about like how he how he's talking to Rose. Yeah. But yeah. like, I also wonder if it's a little bit of like, why couldn't he talk like that to me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because like, I'm, I'm brilliant. Yeah, exactly. It's like, do I smell bad? It's like, you know, am I? Yeah. Do you th- here's the thing I think that they should have because they didn't do this but if when he kind of snaps back at Stark because he, he's talking to Rose if like after that exchange happened if right before you cut away if he if Samberly kind of like lifted his arm just a little bit and did like a quick pit sniff yeah right just to double check that I think would for sure 100% sell me on this idea I'm not saying yeah. I don't believe it but I'm saying like I'm, maybe I'm at like a 95 yeah but like what would put me at 100 is if you just had that one little you know, quick yeah. sniff test. But like, yeah, it's it's like not only is he nervous about how people are going to react when they find out that he's there, but also the way that like 
when Thompson says anything to him, he just like shouts his answer. <laughs> I, okay, it's it's not actually shouting, but just he no, just no, it's, very loudly. Yeah. I didn't it, faint. It's the I, Austin I, Powers. I, I have difficulty faint. controlling the volume of my voice. Mm-hmm. Like a little just bit. Like, yeah, I can't. I can't figure out the level. My levels are off, and I can't. I'm figure nervous, it out. and so like I can't. I can't process properly. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, All my resources are going you? to your pie was in me. I mean, I like pie. Pie's good. I didn't faint. Uh, I I did faint. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, oh, good character. Rose, I just think that once we're done with this thing, we should. Uh, you need to focus. Yep, absolutely. Yes. yes yep. Yes, yes. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Whomst among us, am I right? Like, mm-hmm. get Got back it. to work. Yep. Okay. Yep. I will impress you this way. I'm mm-hmm. not either way. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this though. Good for Sam Lee for at least attempting to say something there. Yeah. If I like someone, I'm gonna let you in. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret, listeners. Ooh. If I like someone. Uh, there is something podcast. inside of me uh, that makes me like that, that inside my brain oh. that says you can never tell them. Mm-hmm. I can only ever tell them if they somehow bring up like emotions and like being like, you know, suspicious of like how I'm feeling, you know, or whatever, or like, you know, that maybe they like me. Um, but there is a part of me that says if you say out loud that you fainted, um, sorry, that you didn't faint rather. No one's going to believe it. So like, then you have to admit that you did just faint. And then it could potentially change that relationship forever. Yeah. Jack yeah. Thompson could look at me and start going, I can't put him in the line of danger. He's just going to faint at any given chance. Right. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, it's like that, but like love, you know? Yeah. Op- hey, Optimus James, by the way, did briefly pop up when we were talking about no one goes to check on him and 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 whispered in my ear. I mean, that is kind of a sign of like, trust like they aren't treating him with kid gloves they aren't like you go with him to go do this it's like samberly is gonna go fix the thing that's that's a good point there is there is some trust there that's for sure because i think also as much as they've given him some shit i think he has proven time and time again that he is good at what he does yeah like yes there's a moment in in this season where like the doors close and lock because he clips the wrong wire. But like, he also is acting under pressure and mentions that it is a complicated system that it's like kind of a mess in there. You know what I mean? And like, you know, he does, he's doing his best and there is a mistake made, but like he at every turn is actively working always on the, the problems that they put in front of him. And he's always trying to problem solve and like fix and get and do. And like, he has yet to, really be a, a screw up right you know whereas everyone else on the team has at some point sufficiently like ruined something you know right there's a um i don't make pitch perfect references very much on this show mm-hmm. mostly stick to the simpsons but uh he remind there's a character in the first pitch perfect movie he's also in other pitch perfect movies but whatever. okay um benji is this character in pitch perfect that the his entire well one he serves to um really really endear uh Skylar Aston's character to us because he's so weird and awkward and Skylar Aston doesn't uh doesn't care doesn't like look at him twice he whatever but the thing that Benji keeps doing is 
his enthusiasm keeps weirding people out and excluding him from inclusion. Mm. And, you know, spoilers for Pitch Perfect, it's uh, literally, a, you know, 10, you know, it's it's more than a decade old uh, movie. Wow. At the end, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That's time weird is, to think about. Time is weird and also, uh, you know, fuck time. Um, it's ever moving forward. He, uh, he steps up. Like he, he, he gets, he finally gets his chance and he steps up and he's still super awkward and weird, but when it's time to perform, he does. And I, I think that Sam really has some of that going on too. Like, you know, he, he's not like, yeah, I don't like, you know, he's like, these, these are uh, designs. I'm going to go get working on them. Not like this is, I need to, I need a second. Uh, let me, hold on. Let me see what this, uh, this is, I need, you know, he doesn't like, I like pie then he's like, I know what this is. I'm going to build it. I don't know what it does. I'm going to build it. Cause that's what I'm good at. I'm trying to think there was, I think something else that we mentioned before we started recording that we haven't addressed yet, but I don't know what I'm missing. Let's see. I did like the, uh, sir, that is a, a, a rift into another dimension that's sucking all the all whatever, whatever. use a seven iron. That's a it's a fun golf joke. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's a, that's a good. Like, How do I use a seven iron? And you're like it just also very. I feel like that is like how stark humor is written. Yeah, it's for, very for Marx Howard's, Brothers. That yeah. Oh, that's true. Which I think that's kind of what Stark's comical aesthetic is in the MCU. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, it's, I mean, he's, it's definitely vaudevillian, for sure. Because mm-hmm. Stark hasn't said the line of, like, you know, I shot an elephant in my uh, pajamas. How he got into my pajamas, I'll never know. But, like, yeah. that is the kind of line that I would not be shocked at all if I yeah. heard Howard Stark utter it. Because yeah, like, Howard Stark he and would say Marks. the first part and then yeah. say that second part, like, to Jarvis, like, like yeah, like, kind of as an aside, like, <laughs> right? Like, Jarvis will laugh, you know? It's like if, you know, if I said something and then I turned to you and was like, you know, like a liar, like it's almost like a pop <laughs> yeah. culture ref. It and you know, he and, Jar- he and Jarvis are big Marx Brothers fans. How you got, how she got my pajamas, I'll never know. Like high five, 1940s mm-hmm. Marx Brothers reference. Like, I like that. But I also mm-hmm. think that similarly to Howard Stark, Groucho Marx, his whole thing is his brain is like, his mouth is is working overtime to catch up because mm-hmm. his brain is like, but and I think Howard Stark is, is, is similar in that regard. Howard Stark, I would 100% agree. the Groucho Marx, as you said, of the MCU. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Groot is the Harpo. <laughs> okay. Um, who is, um, Oh God, what's the other one? So there's there's Chico or Chico as people who right. are are Mark pronounce it, uh, and also I think that's how they how, that's how Groucho pronounced it. But I always grew up calling him Chico, so that's what we'll call him. Uh, so he's a musician. He's kind of he's a little Draxy. If Drax was a musician, he's kind. Hmm. Is he like any of the bandmates from uh, the holiday special of? Uh... If if the band if like Drax or Star Lord were in the band, mm. that would be a pretty good an- analogy, like right there. Sure. But 
Thor sometimes puts off like Chico's whole thing was he's incredibly talented piano player. He's a little a little dumb, but he thinks that he he Star Lord is probably the closest analogy. I think probably because like he thinks he's in charge and he thinks he's a lady killer, but he's he's not. <laughs> so, anyways, and then of course uh, Captain America is Zeppo, the boring one. So let's uh, go out west. Arpillary yeah. batteries. That's not what I said at all. <laughs> let's get out of this episode, James. I think with, yeah. I think it's let, let's head out west for the second yeah. to last time. Isn't oh that gosh. nuts to think about? Yeah. We're almost, we've almost finished our uh, manifest destiny here. Um, oh. I feel like we've been just slowly over these last few episodes, been like moving further and further west. And like we'll end the series by like dipping our toes into the sand and you know, actually being on the beaches. I would like to give you a recommendation, uh, and that is I would like to bring up Myth Takes because by the time this episode comes out, which I'm going to double-check the date of right now, yes, for sure, uh, Myth Takes will have actively come back. Nice. Um, By the time you're hearing this, we will have just come back, uh, and we will have, I think, hang on, i got to quickly look at a calendar. I think at this point we will have also just finished the arc, the like the most recent arc. Uh, so yeah, so check out Myth Takes. It's a tabletop role-playing game, actual play podcast, uh, where currently here in season one we're doing Monster of the Week. Uh, I am the the game, not the gamekeeper, sorry. I'm the keeper, which is kind of like the DM of the situation. And we have a rotating cast of multiple Scavengers Network members. Uh, and season one, like I said, is coming to a close. We've got... Uh, because we haven't recorded the last couple of arcs just yet, I can't tell you exactly how many episodes, but I'm imagining, but at the time of this viewing, I I imagine we have fewer than, uh, I, I imagine we have single-digit episodes left. What I have written is probably worth about seven, maybe eight episodes. Huh. Um, so that's a wild thing to consider, because this is a, a big chunk of my life and a big thing that I've been working on for a very long time. Uh, and I'm very proud of it. Um, everything always has you know pros and cons or not pros and cons but like you know strengths and flaws and stuff like that despite all of its flaws I've, I feel very strongly uh, about how well Myth Takes worked yeah. um, and I love it very much so check out Myth Takes uh, it comes out every other Thursday on the Scavengers Network and that's it uh, okay Absolutely. let's get out of here thank you so much for joining us here on Timeline Scavengers as always I'm Colin Parker I'm James Anderson I didn't Excelsior. I I did Excelsior. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.